Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. What does it mean to be Black in America? In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as Black experiences, you'll hear... It means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcast. But the thing about Chip and JoJo Gaines is what they have more than anybody else is actual chemistry <laughs> that HGTV has a hard time capturing. Because it's so, there's something about it. Because, yes, obviously you have the evidence because you have the kid named Topsoil. You have the other kid named... <laughs> Um, Rutabaga, I don't know. Like they got fifty, <laughs> so many different names, so many different yeah, children. John Deere games, but they are actively fucked. Everyone's got their thing. All right, friends, grab your remote, turn on the TV, and I hope you like a nice trip back to old Waco, Texas, because. We might be talking about Fixer Upper yet again today. What? I don't want to get there quite yet. Hello, everyone. I'm one of your hosts, David Magadoff, and with me is my most wonderful, lovely, delightful, blonde-haired beauty of a co-host. Yes, Claire Kramer. Hi, Claire. Hi, David. I love recording days because I get a little self-esteem boost from you, so thank you for that. That that makes me feel nice and warm and fuzzy inside. Well, Something unexpected. And thanks for being you. <laughs> And thanks for being you. And I got to say that, you know, you're looking very dapper today. I love the glasses and the floral shirt. For those who can't see, David's really rocking a sort of, I would say, a vintage modern vibe. Yeah? With the mustache coming back. and Well, Claire, this morning I had a uh, an audition for a hipster travel blogger. Oh. And I felt like this was a nice hipster travel blog uh, type of a shirt. I, do we agree? I do. do you think I, I made the right choice? I can see you as like the points guy. Like I follow the points guy and like mm. the, like what I'm seeing now is the version of the points guy that I want to watch on a show or a commercial. So you nailed it. Oh, Claire, God bless you. And God bless our guest today. Yes, Henry Zabrowski. You know him from every wonderful podcast, specifically the LPN show, LPN Deep Dives Dune, and more specifically, the last podcast on the left. That's what launched Henry and his wonderfulness because he gets into cult stuff, crime stuff, Satan mm. stuff. Do you like Rasputin? Check it out. It's one of the best episodes of podcasts you'll ever hear. He's also been on TV. Uh, the characters on Netflix, Heroes Reborn. Uh, he's done everything. He's a renaissance he man. came on the Who pod. loves murder. He is a renaissance <laughs> man. And check out his stand-up. He tours around as well. Literally, you will find him in your ears, on your eyes, and on the road. And today you find him here with us. Because Claire, you and I were actually on the LPN show with 
Henry and his sister Jackie. What a lovely time that was. That was really fun. And Jackie also did her own episode of Fanatics, which was great. She did. Yes, about uh, polygamous and polyamorous marriages. Actually, not marriages, but the shows. Uh, and she's a lot of fun. But Henry and Jackie are just like, they're the kind of people you just kind of like want to hang out with, you know? And pick their brain and and clearly very educated people but don't mind just like talking about like whatever, anything. I, I love that about both of them. They're so funny. They've got such good conversationalism. I am an only child, but I love their repartee as brother and sister. We did the podcast with them together. Then we have them separate and they're both wonderful separate. They both know how to take a conversation and be hilarious. I, I don't know Mr. and Mrs. Zabrowski, their parents. They must have been like, like loving the mic too. One. You know, they must have, they must have. <laughs> It seems like these guys came out with like a podcasting kit at birth, like and yes. just started podcasting. So, how many years of experience? The doctor's like, why are they wearing headphones? Yeah, like out, what's out going the, on? Out of the vaginal, they're birth. loved. <laughs> yeah, they're already, yeah, they're already loved. loved. What's happening here? Um, anyway, yeah, this was a really fun episode to talk about the whole show, Fixer Upper. Yes. Yes, and not just Chip, but Joanna as well. Yeah who I did call Joanne a couple times. So, you know, I am, I have not watched the show as extensively as clearly you, David, or Henry. But, you know, Joanna, I got it now. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. As much as our previous guest, Michael C. Hall, enjoyed his episode of uh, talking about Chip Gaines, which you can check out as well. But yes, for right now, let's listen to Henry. Love on Fixer Upper. <laughs> Have you ever or will you ever go to Waco, Texas? I have been there and I've passed through and I've seen the Gaines's kingdom. And I'll tell you what, I went downtown. Everybody says, number one, Waco's very different, obviously, since the, the fires, since they killed all the cult people there. Right. So it is different. But as you go into Waco, as you pull in, you see the lines of the various people in their jorts waiting to go into Magnolia Farms. You see them, you feel the bustle, you feel the vibe. You're like, whoa, we're here. I can, I, there's so much shiplap. It's like I'm an old boat. I've become an old boat. I'm it's not pavement shiplap. anymore as you're driving th in. It just turns <laughs> into <laughs> shiplap. <laughs> as you come in, you're just over shiplap, shiplap covered roads. And as you go to downtown Waco, I'll say it was the first time I've ever seen. We went, they have all these little art places now that they've opened up. The Gaineses have changed the entire vibe of that city, obviously. But then... I walked into an art dealership and the woman was so proud. She's like, y'all have to see what we have right here. And we went in and there was a Banksy that someone had cut out of a garage door and was selling. Whoa. And that's how you know Waco's on the map. That is incredible. Waco. I mean. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. You're not? No, 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 no. Banksy does not want that. Banksy no. doesn't want uh, it at all. Um, he, uh, whatever the collective that is, Banksy. Right. Right. Like well, yeah, but it was great. That is a great des description of Waco, Texas. And if you haven't picked it up now, we are talking today about Fixer Upper. Henry, you're talking about your love, your fanaticism for Fixer Upper. And just in case there's anyone out there in this crazy audio universe who has not seen the show, can you give a brief description of Fixer Upper? 
Chip and JoJo Gaines are a couple. They are they're married. They have about fifteen children named after various parts of various farm instruments. Okay, there's name. They're named like rake and shovel and tractor. <laughs> Um, and they they listen to couples' plights and they help them renovate a home. They go and they buy a home because the, the original pitch of the show was that is they get a, a lower quality home in a good neighborhood and then they flip it. They make it something special for them. And they like to, they tell their personal stories. But the thing about Chip and JoJo Gaines is what they have more than anybody else is actual chemistry. <laughs> That HGTV has a hard time capturing because it's so, there's something about it. Because, yes, obviously, you have the evidence because you have the kid named Topsoil, you have the other kid named um, Rudabig. I don't know. Like, they got 50, so many different names, so many different yeah, children. John Deere games. But they are actively fucking. Mm-hmm. And you can feel it <laughs> in this show. And in Waco. Which is nice. Too, apparently, right? Oh, very much so. I mean, it's almost like they're building like their own like community just within their own family, oh, which yeah. a lot of people talk to like, you know, there's so there's many different things you can call that. I don't know what you'd call that. They're building their own army and workforce just with Jojo Gaines's very powerful uterus, <laughs> but you know, good on them, I guess. Well, at one you point know. you would call that the Duggars, but they have, they have, <laughs> yes, they have left the public eye and for good reason for some people, thankfully. So anyway, it's all about Chip and, and Jojo, Joanne. What is it about the show that initially attracted? Tell us about your first experience watching Fixer Upper and when you knew you found a little gem. Yeah. What's the origin story? What hotel room? What moment were you just like in a, pl- in a bar and looked up? And saw it. I just want to see. I want to just first when it came out. When did it debut? Doesn't it feel like it's just always been it's just here, been Henry? It's just like always since been since you there. were born. Yes, Joanna so, Gaines existed. <laughs> it happened in 2013, so it did come out, and I remember first seeing it because if you don't know me, my name is Henry Zabrowski. I do my show called Last Podcast on the Left. I consume mostly uh, content about serial killers uh you know whatever is the most dark fucked up stuff on the face of the planet it is what i consume on on a daily basis and so a lot of times what i'm looking for at the end of the day i need to watch something that allows me to just sort of not think about anything and i love food network food it started with food network it started with an obsession with every single show on food network Obviously, I can. Uh, another show that we should talk about at some point is Iron mm. Chef and how mm. much that, what that meant to me and my family. But at some point, HGTV, it started, then I got into HGTV in high school because of Trading Spaces. And that was because, oh, you're like, okay, well, what's nice about Trading Spaces is that, oh, again, what was I originally attracted to? Chemistry. Paige mm-hmm. knows what she's talking about. I believe Ty will have sex with you and your family. But he's a great carpenter and all the other designer people. Like, you know, I was really into that. But the Chip and JoJo just kind of like it showed up one night. I remember watching it with an, my ex and both of us were like, they have the X factor. Like more than any other couple possible. Like you'll watch it. And like there was something about it because it was engaging. The stories were really sweet. And. What they did was incredible work. And the idea, it was the first show I saw that besides, I mean, Trading Spaces does it a little bit, but not like how Chip weaponized Demo Day. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
the elements, there's certain elements that the heap strung together, his presentation of being truly, actually entertaining. Very funny person, obviously. Does Isn't it, Joanna a terrific straight man? Incredible. And incredible. also ethereally gorgeous. Yes. Gorgeous woman, talented, obviously very talented, very business-minded. There's something about her that's really interesting. They never bring up whatever their cryptic church that you know that they belong to, right? They never bring it up. <laughs> No, they do a good job. They find yeah. like this year, they finally like they did it. They had like a same sex couple on it. And you're like, see, see, we can do this. <laughs> we can do this. And they um, but th there is something about the two of them together. I think that's what it is. It's a genuine chemistry that HGTV has been desperately searching for ever since. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, because everyone obviously Chip is this wonderful, funny dad joke energy but, but it's good still, though like funny. But he's good i'm with you no i i'm a fan i get it everything you're speaking to is right into my heart but i think we don't give joe the credit sometimes sure. because it's so easy for her to consistently roll her eyes at him yes she never does no she she allows it and she doesn't mind it and she knows this is good and she knows you're different from me. This is why you're in my life. And I'm thankful for it because I would never be as silly as you. At some so point. thank you for being different from me. But and as an executive this. producer, she kind of actually can see in her eyes, this is good television. Yes. And they actually did correctly make the jump. And there's also something about the idea that, like, I think I also kind of like that they stepped away. I think that they also did the thing where they're like, we don't need our television show. Now their their actual renovation business is a multi-million dollar enterprise. It's massive. Like, you know what I said, you go into Waco, it's Gainstown. You go into Target, it's Gainstown. Oh my God. It's like, that's a big get. And honestly, I got five of their candles. I, I love their stuff. I really do. <laughs> It's very like I got that accessible. Shit. You know what I mean? And they're accessible. I think it is interesting that they stepped away from the show because it really it was like which came first, the business or the, you know, the the business of selling the decor or the you know, which spurred from the renovation business. But like a good president, a good president should never a, a, an actual good president would never want to be president. I think their television show was that it was a it was entirely natural that came out of their it came out of just literally their natural chemistry and their need to do it and then they also realized we don't need the television show we don't need the television show we're doing it because we like obviously they seem to like the television show and I think it was the business and the television show at the same mm -hmm. time were going hard and then the television show was just the biggest marketing thing that they could have asked how for. did how did they change over the seasons before they stepped away from the show they got better and better mm -hmm. each season they're freer chip right. is more fun chip is being funnier and more you could see the comfort he has of getting on camera joanne is more comfortable on camera like you're watching them both like really vibe really get into it you also watch jojo's creative work get more advanced as it goes as well where yes ship lap brought that to the world okay it's time to commit 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. 
Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. The early seasons, it's pretty basic. Like she's, Sliding she, doors. She, mm. mm-hmm. she does a clean job, but it definitely gets better. What do we think of our cast of characters? What do we think of Shorty? What do Love we think Shorty. of... Dude who wears his shirt all the time for his own, uh, his own, you know, wood cutting <laughs> business. I don't know his the name. The guy who makes all the he's... custom tables. I don't know his name. Yes. I have a thing, right? So my inner world, right? So we watch yeah. it and we build out a whole like kind of subplot for all this kind of, for all of these people. And <laughs> I believe that dude, custom furniture dude was trying <laughs> to slide it to Jojo the entire time. And you see these looks on his face being like, well, that can be kind of fun too, right? Like you kind of, he kind of is trying to get in with her. Like he's making jokes, but she's cold. Like she shuts him down. She can tell, but there's something in there. I was just been like, like I'm gonna sit there with Natalie watching my wife, Natalie, and being like, I think he's trying to fuck. Like this whole time he's trying to get in there, but then same time shuts him down. But I guess that's kind of the tension. Shorty, what they really show too, what they do good on, on this show too, is a chip does highlight the dudes that are doing all of the incredibly hard work. Mm-hmm. He is managing it and obviously getting in the mix, but he's got five. I know that he's got like 10 other projects that he's working on and he has to go from place to place to place to place to go check it all on all of it. Oh yeah. He's just coming in to do his like 45 minutes of like just showing that like I'm getting my hands dirty. I do but this. No, it's, it's a 15 person team. He's got 30 other projects going yeah. on. And it's Shorty running the whole thing. And Shorty yes. is a, a superstar. And I'm actually not surprised. I'm surprised he didn't get his own show at some point. Me too. I think me too. Yeah, maybe he's just, he understands the pressure. Mm. Of the camera. Well, there, and there's still time. There's still time for a spinoff, you know? Oh, yes. There's, you know, we've... Well, Magnolia's just starting, so I'm sure at some point... Well, they got the whole network now. And then they try to make their own replaced couple. I forgot what the... There was a... Because yes, Discovery yes. Plus is the only app worth the money. It's the only app that is truly worth all of the... Any, every dollar I've spent. And that couple only... They only did, like, one episode before they got in trouble for, like, embezzlement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was not... And they had to cut a, all that not out. Not a good start <laughs> Oh, no, it was no good. But it's like, you know, but they know it too. Chip and JoJo, that's even why they came back. I tried to watch that hometown show, and it's just being like, what are we even doing here? Mm -hmm. Henry, how often are you watching Fixer Upper? Will you watch the same episode two, three, four times? If I'm on a plane, Mm -hmm. I'll watch them again on a plane. I'm also, I'm going to also, I'll come out here too. Uh, I am also a massive fan of Impractical Jokers. And so the the two come together for me in a way that I will watch them both 
in a sort of um, a timeless loop mm-hmm. in a stupor in a hotel room or just like when I had COVID. Wow. I just, it was like I became the fifth Joker. It was like I was there with Chip and JoJo mm-hmm. during the time period. It felt like never-ending story where I <laughs> went and I was living the adventure with them, just a sick man in a bed, like in the same room, being like, looking out it. for Falcor so, out the window. Yeah. Got it, Tell yeah. me about the fixer-upper dynamic with you and your wife. Like, wh- is there like role-playing? Are you role-playing Chip and she's JoJo? Are you guys watching together? Does she weigh in, have equal love? Well, we both like to we both like to watch. We both like all the HGTV shows because, again, it's a good distraction. And but the thing is, that both of us are very like we like our goth metal stuff. Our own personal tastes would never match what they do. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> why you have to buy the candles? I, oh yes. But if I went into a JoJo home, I would love it. But at the same time, I'd be like, because you know what uh, I will say is a little bit of a pet peeve of mine with interior decorating. Giant letters. Mm. Hate that shit. Uh. I she's the queen of giant clocks. I hate useless books. Mm-hmm. Like with it, that's books. the only thing. So, but I watch it. But it's more just like when we watch it, it's almost kind of like a zoo where we're watching a life that we don't know and understand. Mm-hmm. Like all these people have chosen Waco. So if you have chosen Waco, you're already a type of person that I. I, I only know on Facebook. You're a person that I only, I used to go to school with and you've become a stranger to me now. You're a fellow 38-year-old person that has turned into something else. I feel I'm relatively the same. But you go watch them all like, oh, everyone's morphed. If you, but yes, that's so we watch it. It's kind of a fun thing to understand how. It's like a Nat Geo live. show almost. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like Blue Planet. Right. <laughs> and then we watch in from the window being like, man, they choose this. But obviously the work that they do, the actual physical work on the home is gorgeous. And it does give us ideas for like there's some of the classy when she goes classy. And like I like the when she goes simple. And I am... Nat and I are also very different because Nat is a Natalie's a baroque person. She likes everything to be very intense and very like like busy, very like where I truly could live like Kanye West. Like I could live in like the stone. Like I like that I that look like all the stone yeah. everywhere. I think that's really cool, you know. <laughs> um, but I would be I'd cover it all. So if you in salsa, if you were to join the team, right? They don't have anyone like you with your perspective and your, you know, sort of like the cement, the the polished cement and the, you know. Me- Some industrial shit. What would be your dream home that you would build with Chip and Joanne and the, you well, know, table guy? Nat and I have a dream that we will build. A th- it will look like a Victorian house on the outside, but the inside it's modern. Mm. So the inside is whatever. The outside it's got turrets and shit, and the inside is very like normal, like well modern with our like goth touches. But I like it when they do, like uh, you know what they need? They need to bring the guys from Extreme Pools on. I haven't seen that show, but Extreme Pools guys do the backyard because they don't do a lot of pools. They don't do a lot of exteriors. I want an Extreme Pools and Practical Jokers fixer upper mega show the way that uh step by step had yes. family matters growing yes. up i want that to happen henry and i want you to come out and be like everyone i want you to come out at the beginning yeah. look at the camera and be like you are about to see wonders this is <laughs> enjoy a singular television you. event
that this no one will ever be able to copy the sheer chemistry of the star power of no. in one room. So many different style of Nikes will be worn. <laughs> Henry, what's your favorite part of the show? Do you like the big unveiling at the end? Or do you like the, where you get to meet the people? Or do you like that moment that they choreograph every episode where, uh-oh, something is not the way we thought it would be. It's going to cost a little more extra. There's something underneath the floorboards. We didn't know this would happen. You are, and will the will the people be okay with our suggestions? You have stumbled upon something. Because I love the last-minute call that they do. I love that this is going to be more money call. Because they're locked in. These people are fucked. All right, they don't understand. As soon as you open up the floor of your home, everything falls apart. Right? Yeah, everything falls apart. And you could just the look on their faces, but and they're also on television, so they have to agree. It's also all being paid for. So it is a cosplay of how disastrous it is to reno your home. And so, yes, I do love that. I love that. And I mean, I'm a sucker for demo day. Mm-hmm. I like the 3D modeling section. Mm. And that shit's only gotten more complicated. Each year. It's gotten better it. and better. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Because she'll do stuff like, all right, this is your home here. Now, now this is your home 30 years from now. And you're like, whoa, what the, like, that would be cool if she could show. But Henry, like do you really like the 3D modeling or do you just wish you wanted to sit down with Joanna and have lemonade and cookies? You are correct. <laughs> I want her to show me a 3D model of my home. That's what I want. I want to be like, Jojo, you figured it out again. This is incredible. <laughs> like, I want that moment. <laughs> Yeah, that would be incredible. <laughs> Here's a cookie. Do you yeah, have like, a favorite? Oh, yeah. Do you have a favorite season? Would it be the last season, the most recent one? Because well, they I'm, were the most open. I'm liking it. I like it. I think they're doing good. I still, it's somewhere around. It's after the first two seasons. It's when he really starts letting his hair grow long. Mm. That's how you can tell. Oh, he's feeling breezy now. There's this when he had said that one season when he had the big full beard, and it was yeah. like he's fucking. He's feeling it. Yeah, right there. That man is about to make his new son Reptar, whatever his name is going to be. <laughs> He's going to make somehow all sons, all of them. I don't know how he just, I don't know if he knows how to choose his semen. Like, I know, I don't know what he does, but like, they just, he just, whoo, she is a factory. She is. What do we think of the moment of every show where the kids just sort of appear, where they're sort of shuttled in and shuttled out? Do I'm we not feel a fan. it's genuine? I'm not a mm. fan of Silo. I'm not a fan of Acorn. I think their names are. I don't care for their children. Um, but I also felt the same way about Guy Fieri. We're bringing his son in. Now, his son is now there all the time. But now, Is he? I don't know. I need to watch this. Yes. No, no, no. Tournament, tournament of Champions, he's there. Oh, he's my. there. on. He doesn't come on Triple D because I think there's a con. There's some kind of, there must be a contract where it can be guy only. But he comes What's on guy's Triple G. son's douche level? He's growing into it. The thing is, I look at this son. This is kind of the problem, is that you got Guy Fieri, who is obviously, he's ascended to his true form. He was always supposed to be this way. The son is slowly but surely starting to gain shiny blazers, a couple of pendants, getting a new mustache, getting a new sort of like D-back kind of style, like William Shakespeare Van Dyke. He's getting this thing going on. And it honestly... 
I'm liking as his as it's weird because it when the son was just there in a jeans and t-shirt it started during quarantine because it was the single that this is the single worst move in in food reality television shows I have ever seen and honestly and I don't ever say anything wrong about Guy Fieri because he has figured it out but he was doing triple G COVID style where he was having chefs. And he set up, he would basically, okay, here's your ingredients. You have to purchase them on your own. So in each chef's home, he would zoom into their home. They would make the food in front of Guy Fieri over Zoom. And then they would eat their own food and they would each judge it. It was not a show. Not a show. What are we doing here? You're just reminding me. of It's even worse. You're showing me how isolated we are. But then that's when the sun was getting involved. But that was when he was only having his shirt and jeans. And then I feel like slowly, but that time I was like, what's this yutz doing here? Right? I'm not here. I'm here to see your father. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> Mr. Fieri, please. And then he started putting on the jewelry and I'm like, I'm starting to get it. But see, I think Guy Fieri's son is really going to eventually take over the throne as Guy Fieri's probably going to die of diabetes of the brain. Like he's going to have some form of. Yeah. rib sticking cancer that we've never seen before, like a type of meatloaf AIDS that he's going to die from <laughs> that. His son is going to have to take over sooner than later, but which of the children, which of the, which of the games children do you think will be the one? Cause you know, it's going to be like a bus family genie bus sort of rises through, you know, it's sad to say, and you know this, Henry, one of those kids is not turning out great. Absolutely. The There's the, this thing, man, if you got seven kids, you got at least two Chet Hanks. Right? It's, Only it's one of them. Because you, <laughs> you don't want to see the gain scandal happen. I don't. But you you know it's happening. You it's not going to be happening. them, though. It's not going to be Chip and JoJo. No. Nope. Because nope. they have shit on lockdown. But yeah, it's definitely going to be Riverwater. Whatever the yeah. kid's name is. I think one of them's named like the Flamingo because they conceived him there. I feel like one of them was named like Milwaukee or something because they conceived him there. I forgot what the name <laughs> was. But yeah, one of them, they don't, you can already tell they don't have any spark. They're right, no Henry, good. These kids are another, no good at it. Here's another question for you. This is a really fun topic in general for so many reasons. One is we had on Michael C. Hall in mm. his whole thing was simply about his love of Chip Gaines. And it was a bit of a bromance, beautiful thing. The way he spoke about him, talking about him being a better... He, he, Chip Gaines inspires him on an often basis to be a better person. I would just love Henry Zabrowski's thoughts on just everything I just shared. I <laughs> would like to be friends with Chip Gaines. Mm -hmm. But I don't... But again... I truly there's a, there's questions that I don't want to ask mm -hmm. about the Gaines's family. There's questions I don't want to know. I think that they are very liberal people and I don't even care about politics in that way. It's more like are they how cryptic is the church that they're involved in? I just want to keep it surface. And I like it be like I'd love to have a I think he drinks. Tell me Chip drinks, right? He's got to have some beers. Right, he I'm drinks hopeful. beers, right? I think I feel like that's where he would be incredible. Like sitting here having a couple of beers, joking around. Like I, I feel like that's kind of the that, that that's what it is. I don't want to put the weight on him of being an inspirational figure mm -hmm. because I don't want to damn him with that. Because I feel like what it does is it puts undue pressure on these very frail TV hosts that just cannot hold this pressure because they're going to do bad things all the times, even just accidentally.
So you know? when when do you they, now they have the Magnolia Network, but do they have another show featuring them on? Yes. Okay. Well, now it's Bay. Uh, what's it called? I think it's called Fixer Up at Fixer Upper at Home. Okay. Home style. There's one they they are showing their own works. Um, and then JoJo is really trying to get into Martha Stewart territory. Mm. And so she's doing a lot of food stuff. That which, magazine. The magazine. She's doing that kind of stuff. So that's a little bit like, I can't cheat on Ina Garten. Mm-hmm. I love Barefoot Contessa. So I, to I be have Jeffrey, all her cookbooks. <laughs> to be that man who gets to go and make his love to as many men as he wants to in Fire Ireland, and then he gets to come back and be made the most incredible meals by one of the best party hostess of all time. I love her. I love her so much. And so, yes. So with JoJo, I'm more like, I don't want to sully my fixer-upper view of you. Right. I understand. Uh, Are you watching the new version, the fixer-upper at home? Of course. And is it just as good as the original? Because it's about the relationship for you, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they came right back to it. Okay. They really haven't missed a beat. And it gets a, I actually really feel like that that's also kind of the the secret sauce of it too, is that because it is so natural, it doesn't feel like, you know, like I felt like when everybody's everybody's doing the reboot thing, everybody's doing the reboots thing, and it's like it's so hard to recapture the old magic, especially once everybody's gotten work done. Mm-hmm. Then they all come back, and it's just so hard. They're not; it's not the same. It's just like you're actually again. You're just showing me how time, how cruel time is, <laughs> and how what, it just two, is two rolling words. forward. Helen, Helen Hunt on Mad About You. It's, you just I didn't want to know. I know, and I know. so I, I feel, and, I feel. So, yeah, yeah, but I feel like they just jump right back in. I love it. I love it. What would what would your fixer upper show be with you and your wife? Are we 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 joke about all the time about doing a show about b- backyard roller coasters? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the idea of setting up backyard roller coasters in people's homes and testing she them. She could use shiplap. She could use shiplap. Oh yeah, that. we could definitely do a shiplap coaster. Henry is part of the joy for you, or you think maybe in general for people. I always wonder this. If you did this show in Los Angeles, New York, San Francisco, oh. heck, even Tam- Tampa, Ooh. the prices that you're seeing are oh. high and ridiculous. Yes. But when you see Waco, it almost feels like it's play money when they're like, they have a budget, an all-in budget of $190,000. We're, we're going to buy this house for $110,000. Does it, does it feel extra fantasy and why people like it, you think? Well, it feels. It's definitely, how do you say this? It's, uh, it is a fantasy. Because you only get those prices in Waco, Texas, which is, again, Waco, you know, much (laughs) love to every human. But Waco is, yes, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. And so you, yes, that's where those prices are. Um, And guess what? They're not like that in Waco anymore. Mm Mm-mm. Probably not. All of those property values have skyrocketed because of what they do. So it is an extended fantasy. So I think there is that. I think that especially L.A., San Francisco, New York, you're like, it's so people who live here can't do it. It is so prohibitively expensive to live the way normal people live in the rest of the country. So I think that that would be more of a bummer. Um, the, the, if you saw that, we're like, this is like, it keeps it there, which is again, why they're trying to do have all these other like local ass couples do these tiny shows. But again, it's just, it's just, it's so hard to replicate magic. 
Mm-hmm. Was there an episode that maybe you loved the people, you loved what they did, or another episode where you're like, who are these motherfuckers and they're coming in doing this thing? There's sometimes you watch them just being like, fuck these people. You know, like, I hate this fucking- The one with their parents when their parents came in and they did the bed and breakfast? There was, that made me- the kind Those of like jerks. I was like fuck this shit or like you know when someone buys it's like the one where the parents are buying I remember that one where the kids are there was one where it was the parents were buying a house for the daughter who was like 21 years old just being like when I was 21 years old I couldn't figure out how to f- f- do a tire I couldn't fix a tire I didn't know what the hell I was doing I was a useless human being like you can't give that person a house they're just gonna burn it to the fucking ground there's that, but you really is. Uh, I don't remember a lot of specifics. It's just more along the lines of, because um, again, you know, it's like you know what truly, truly is. I'm not even thinking about the people on the show. I'm just looking at Chip and JoJo. I don't care about them. Well I said. Care about Chip and well JoJo. Said. You painted your Henry, picture of your perfect yep. conversation with Chip having some beers. I pictured in my mind around a fire, campfire. Love it. Maybe toasting it. some marshmallows with those, you know, home and hearth. Sticks that they're selling at Target. Each one $25. Right. Each one $25. What about Joanna? What What is the moment you want with her? I would just want her to do the, <laughs> like, give me one, like, she laughed at something, like, like you're being <laughs> silly. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I think the way she, she laughed at Chip. Yes. She laughed just at laugh you. at me that like you did That's a beautiful compliment, yeah, to be like. Uh, you're, yeah. yeah, she's also, I would find her to be very intimidating. Mm. I think she's a very intimidating person. I think that she's wonderful. I think that she does a good job. I think that she's actually more talented in the fact that she looks so approachable on camera, where I think in real life she might not be, not like mean, right. but I think she might be very like business-like and would be, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But no, Henry, I say this all the time, and I think you know, I think Claire and Henry, you both agree. Whenever I see someone's life, like she has her magazine, she has got that TV show, she's got five children, yes, and and she's starting in a network, and you have no idea the type of speaking event she probably does, her target line. There are probably 17 other projects that are happening. That woman definitely has a talent to looking a little more chill on screen because anyone who looks like they're doing a lot and feels like they should be stressed, they are. Are stressed, very stressed. So she is stressed. I guarantee it. Yes. She's she's and she's so pressed. I agree. She's pressed. Yeah. She's got a lot going on. And yes, the fact that she can then like like let it all go and do the show. It's like that. It takes talent. Some people might say that's compartmentalizing. That makes you kind of like like a psychopath or something. Mm-hmm. But in many ways, that's admirable. <laughs> that she weaponized. She made it so it was good for America, maybe, but not like she didn't start a cult. I mean, I don't know what she's going to do. I'd be fascinated in about five years to talk to her children. Oh, I want to know. I want to know the inside. I want to know the inside. And I want to see if they affected, how it affected them. Is that the episode that you want to see in a few years? Or what? what is the moment you want to see between Chip and Joanna that, the 60 minutes that has not, you know, materialized yet? In I want to see him leave the church. If they leave, yeah. if they left the church, I want to see their idea that we're li- we've left the church you know, Chip's getting those, like, you know, people have been putting the horns underneath their skin and stuff like He's getting, like, full body mods and a face tat. <laughs> like, if they go full, like, face tats, that would be incredible. 
That is like something I am tattoo. not sure you will ever gets, see. <laughs> maybe no, from I one know, of the, I won't. Maybe from the kids. Maybe from one of the kids. Henry, I got a. I go to the church with a lesbian pastor, so I'm just saying some of the churches. I out know. There, I'm just a Satanist, and so I have the private inherent. Like that's so funny watching it because, like, as one of these, <laughs> where I watch it, I'm like, ah, you know, like I'm not mad. I'm just like I just ignore it. I just go like eh, I just don't look at it because I just want it to be a good one because I know that there are good ones. And I just, I'm just not a lot though. Yeah, I just hope that they that they don't because they had a thing they had to deal with their pastor that they, they their pastor was saying a bunch of anti gay stuff and then that's when they were like we're not like that but I don't think they didn't leave I don't think they left that church yeah but it's Waco that's tough Waco it's, it's hard it's not Waco. a lot of liberal in Waco you're choosing Waco <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and everything that comes with it purple Nikes no. and Haley Bob <laughs> oh yes oh yes <laughs> all right Henry. We're about to wrap up on this amazing conversation, sadly. Uh, although I really want to just do a whole new podcast about the Fieris with you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm also very obsessed. We might. I'm, we very well might. Yes. Um, so I always like asking this. And we never we didn't actually quite get into it. And so I'm really glad. it. I know you're going to give a good answer. If you had to psychoanalyze yourself and ask why this show specifically because you got a litany a list of 45 you know reality non-scripted shows that you adore yeah but this one what i know you like the chemistry of the two of them i'll I'll throw a few few options are they like parents that you thought you never had a brother sister you thought you never had is it speaking to something inside of you as a child what do you think i wonder really what it comes from i think that it's connected to we, my sister and I always loved these shows late at night. We watched Food Network and watched these types of shows late at night. And I think, and, and together it was like a, a, our, our thing, it was like a, an escape kind of. I think that's really what it is. It's an escape to a kinder world in a way. And uh, in a way that I can't like, you know, what's that show that everybody loves, that soccer show like Ted Lasso? Mm-hmm. When I watch something like that, I want to set the world on fire. <laughs> like, I, I do, I'm always like, you're lying to me. You're lying to me. Where, like, with Chip <laughs> and JoJo, like, I kind of know that, like, in a way, there's only so much you can really be lying. Like, I'm watching what you do specifically, and it just feels honest. And I feel like that's really the the, the difference, is that watching it feels like I'm watching... Like I am watching two real human beings do this. They they would be doing this if they weren't on television. They were already running this business. They were already doing it. They were already these people. Like Chip was already this kind of funny, charismatic guy. And Joanne was a very creative, smart, good mom, that type of thing. And there's just something about that that brings an extreme comfort to me. That like they actually seem like the people they are on TV. And maybe that's the ultimate trick. But hey, it works. And I sit and watch it and be like, I, I get you, which is why. But it's you, you watch other shows and they just don't hold mm-hmm. a candle to their chemistry. It's an authentic fantasy. I think that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, that's how it feels. It's very like you allow me to step into a world that seems nicer for and a I second. I need to know. And I need to know it's true. And we're also genuinely, my wife and I are genuinely interested in home like shit we like home like it's like because now we we've moved into a home we are trying to figure out how to decorate stuff so it is genuinely we learn a lot you learn how people use space i like how joanne uses space we're not big i don't like big open space things though necessarily like natalie and i both like rooms Mm -hmm. 
Like, I do find it a little weird when it's just one giant room. <laughs> but she does a good job of, like, creating areas. Not a fan of the... I'm with you. Not a fan of the open floor plan. I just I know, want I, a room. I like... I want rooms. I like I'm with room. you. I'm with you, baby. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Are you always curious about the one room in the show? Because, see, there's always one or two rooms that they don't renovate. They don't touch. They don't even touch. And you know... you They're like... They'll take you from the bottom kitchen to the top bedroom. And you're like, what about... Like that other the bedroom. two other bedrooms in this they just bedroom like, house. They must just slap a coat of paint on them or whatever. And they just be like, be done. Well, because there's only so much money. Well, they need and a they, staging they want... area too. So that's like, yes. th- that's like the, per- that's video village or whatever, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> True. Absolutely. And then they just can't do like, I, I just feel like you do, you, there is a limitation of budget. Mm-hmm. They do at some point. I don't know how it works though. Like when they say that they have a hundred, like those where we just talked about, hundred ninety grand. We get eighty dollars for the eight hundred eighty grand for the renovations. Do you think that they're not floating any of that? Like they don't pay for any of that because they're on TV and like I don't know. I was like, how much of their genuine money are they using? Yeah, I'm curious about that but, as well. I don't know if. My hope is that this is not the last fixer upper related conversation we have. This is the second of what I'm hoping to be 35 podcast episodes over time where we're going to get the producers on, please get other actors. We're going to get like Mick Jagger is going to come on and talk specifically about his love of shorty. We're going to learn. Yeah, we're going to, I would we're love, gonna, to, we're I would love go to know. even deeper <laughs> into the show. Please, I Cause I, cause that's the thing I had Kevin Gillespie on for last podcast. We had Kevin Gillespie for, who was a top chef chef. And my problem was, is that I didn't know how to not be like, so they tell you the ingredients beforehand or what? Do you know what's coming up right before? What are you going to do? And he's not allowed to talk about any of it. He's not allowed to say any of it. And I was just like, you fucking, I just want to know all the secrets. I want to know the secret parts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a magic trick is, is best left uh, unspoken. No! I know, Henry. I know. No! Henry, we're almost done. Actually, we're done. So have give me a love letter for this beautiful thing that you love. Please. Dear Fixer Upper, I hope you never change. Please Please don't tell me to vote. I hope that you continue on deeper and deeper into the future. I hope that everywhere you go, every wall you bring down, Chip and JoJo laughing along the way, that wherever wall you bring down, there's shiplap behind it, and that there's fresh chunks of slate positioned in classy yet ostentatious ways around your portals for your whole lives sincerely henry zabrowski that was beautiful beautiful thank you delve into the shadows of the mind with sleeping dogs a gripping murder mystery starring academy award winner russell crowe now available on digital crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall uncovering secrets from his past he learns a chilling truth it's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Claire, have you been to Waco, Texas? Um, I have not. I feel like I've danced around Waco because I've... (laughs) I've been in Dallas, I've been in Austin, I've been in Houston, but I don't actually believe I have been to Waco. I feel like I would have remembered it. I mean, it's a pretty notorious town. I feel like the only reason is if you maybe were speaking at Baylor University. Right. That's the only real thing that's there before the Gaines compound was created. Because they have the silo and they have the cupcakes they sell. And I... I do want to visit all that. And I I don't want to wait in the line, but I also know in the same way that when I visited um, Israel and you go to all the famous places. Wait, are where... you likening Waco to Israel? Before, yep. before we go any yep. further, I just want to make that clear. Okay, got yes. it. Yes, I, I, you need to hear this still out, on Bruce, board. And, and then I, I'll take, yeah, it's it. <laughs> bear, bear with me, but Claire, I think you're going to agree. So- when you make a trip, as I did with my friends, to go to Israel and see all the famous spots, essentially the spots from like the Bible, where you're like, "Oh, we went to yes, we went to get the Sea of Galilee, and you went to Nazareth, and you go to all these places where you know this is where the burning bush, you know, you go to all the you know the places, and you're like, it's so far away, and it feels so remote, but then you get there, but because the entire world knows about the Bible, when you get there. It's all busy. Anything you think is some remote thing, it's a tour buses out of tour buses come from Russia, from uh, Norway, from (laughs) Portugal, from U.S. They're all just coming out. And I have a feeling Mm -hmm. if I were to go to Waco, the way that Henry describes it, it's just going to be tour buses coming from Minnesota, from Florida, Mm -hmm. from Austin, from L.A. Like, I really genuinely think... You think it's this nothing town, but don't you just imagine there's just lines and lines. Well, you actually just gave me an idea for the pilgrimage. I think I want to like open a, I got to pitch this to them. And by the way, I will reveal something else about my relationship with Magnolia Networks in a minute here. Uh, I think that. I think they are missing an opportunity with a giant casino in Waco. Because, Ooh. you know, I mean, everybody could get – people want these renovations. They want to buy land there. They want the – they wouldn't even need to be gambling for money. You could gamble for, like, the 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 home and hearth line. You know what I mean? You could be, like, playing slots for a rug or, you know, or, <laughs> or at the very least a s'more roaster, as we discussed. But it, it missed opportunity with the, the influx of tourism, I feel. So I'm going to put that on my list. My wife would be so into that kind of casino. Yeah. That's just like, really it's a good home, idea. It's a home gambling casino. So like, forget about the money. You don't need to save up the money for the renovation. You can go gamble your way to a renovation. Okay? And that is <laughs> how I want to get my home renovation if my first plan doesn't work out. Since we had Michael C. Hall on, I've actually been on the HGTV and the Magnolia Network website looking for when mm-hmm. they open submissions for my house <laughs> because I'm interested in having Chip and Joanna or anyone else who wants to, for that matter, come and do a home renovation for me and the kids. I think that would be amazing. I would love you would be a wonderful client. I think so too, especially with my whoever, touch of hoarding issue. That. 
You know, the te- yeah. we joked about it in the trailer we made for Apple for Fanatics with the chairs. But there, there's a bit of a yeah. a bit of a hoarding issue, which I think some people might be very interested in. Oh yes, oh yes. No, you'd be. Or maybe I'm just the only one interested there. in it. By the way, I drove by a chair, a set of green chairs, on Saturday three times, and I did not put them in my car. So I feel like I deserve a little pat on the back for that. I'm giving you some snaps. Thanks. I'm giving you some encouragement snaps. That's hard. That's hard to drive by a chair and not pick it up. I'm sure many people feel the same way. <laughs> I really miss, and I I may drive back by that spot today to see if they're still there, just to check. You know, I, I you also dropped my friend off. Today's a new day from the airport uh, this morning. Actually, she took the the Van Nuys flyaway, and so I picked her up and took mm. her to her place. And there was a pile of you know, stuff, people, it's the first of the month. So people are moving, they're getting, it's like, you know, there's a good time to drive around if you're into that, like, you know, stuff, picking stuff up off the street, like clearly I am. And there was a metal, like an old, and I'm thinking about it, I may have to go back. There was a metal tool, a big like metal tool that had been taken out of a vintage metal box. I don't want the tool, I want the box. I may go back and get that. Clear. I look forward to a report. I look forward to a text message later today telling yes. me success or denied. Right. I, I, I gotta, maybe I'll just text my friend to go get it because since it was by where there she you lives. Go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the plan. That's, that's it, David. Anyway, what a fun episode. Um, I love it. When you designed your condo, your Airbnb place, mm-hmm. did you use any sort of a other than your wife or did she just basically do it all? She's a designer, right? I mean, we we collaborated a lot. I definitely was a, a the the chip to her Joe mm-hmm. for sure of just making the calls, getting things done. We did collaborate. She she made sure she didn't. She would be like, "This is the color green I want." I'd be like, "I like that." She wouldn't just pick something that I didn't like. But she definitely had the CEO end veto of saying, mm. "This is what will be done because I am a smart." And good husband. Good. So, <laughs> but she came up with some great ideas. It is so fun. Yeah, renovation shows are a delight, uh, especially when you can when you have a house like we both have a house, Claire, and this economy. It's a blessing, and you get to look around and get inspired, and it's a beautiful thing. So, hopefully, you guys really enjoyed today's episode where Henry Henry broke it down. I, I loved, loved it. it. Loved every second of it. Um, thanks for being with us as always. We love having you here in this happy, safe podcast of ours called Fanatics. Please like, subscribe, share, five stars, all the all the verbs, all the all sharing the stuff. verbs, please. Um, and we'll see you next Thursday. Sound good? Yes, sounds good. I'll see you even sooner, David. Oh, that's true. And before you guys go, coming up next week, we have TikToker and social influencer Bailey Spin. That's right. You know her from the TikTok platform. She's especially known for her anti-bullying content and also being a safe place on the platform for anyone, especially a safe place to talk about any sort of ED, eating disorder you may have. Bailey is coming on Fanatics to talk about her love of 2000. Music, music from the 2000s, the OOs. It's a great episode, and you will definitely feel like turning up the volume once you get done listening to it. So, we'll see you guys next week for some poppin' fun. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. 
For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Kelsey Goldberg. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. Oh, 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 Chip Gaines and Joanna Gaines. Got you both on my brains. Fixer Upper is so insane. Fix Claire's house today. (laughs) Yes, please fix my house. I have almost as many kids as you. Are you tired of dating assholes? Do you want a Prince Charming? If so, we're filming a reality show. Sign up here. 12 American women are flown over to the UK for a Bachelor-style reality dating show. There are so many questions about a show like this because it's so odd. These women have been told that they were going to be dating the world's most eligible bachelor, Prince Harry. What? Y'all playing with me, right? You can binge The Bachelor of Buckingham Palace exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.